Welcome back to another Shooter's Roll. What's up, guys? If you don't know who we are, we're a bunch of guys, fans that love to talk about NBA. That's all we do. We play it, we live it, we breathe it, we wear shoes, we wear styling. We've got RJ, he's the expert. But today, you got myself and D Swizzle. What's up, D Swizzle? What's up, brother? Happy New Year. It's good to be back. I uh, checked out the last episode of the Shooter's Roll. Um, Thanks for the shout out to moi and uh, the winning Knicks, but we'll, we'll get onto the Knicks a little bit later. So I'm I'm all dressed up in my Knicks gear, uh, but I did I did take notice there was some pot shots thrown at uh, my boy Steph Curry. Hello, come on, give the give the man some credit. Like not all of us can pull up from the logo and hit three pointers, mate. Come on, I heard what you said last week. We'll get into it, sir. We'll get into it. So yeah, so today um, we're gonna. I'm breaking down what we're gonna discuss. We're gonna discuss the Blazers uh, for the Blazer fans, the Knicks because this Wizzle is the biggest Knicks fan in the world. See his gear. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about Denver Wizards, the 76ers, um, and then a couple of intriguing players because this Wizzle wasn't there last week, so he's gonna make up time and he's gonna get into us um, with some of his knowledge. So let's let's kick it off, this uh, Wizzle. Um, uh, first thing is first, let's talk about um, the Blazers, um, the loss today. Um, you know, they went one-on-one -on -one with the Golden State Warriors. Um, kick us off, this whistle. Uh, we haven't heard you in a while. Uh, the fans have been asking for you. Um, the boys are, you know, have no one to, to rag on, no one to pick on. So I'm glad you're back. Um, the, the two bullies aren't around, but you got me. So I'll, I'll basically try to keep the, the mento and bully you as much as possible. <laughs> let's get this whistle. Blazers. Blazers. All right. I'm, uh, it's a shame that the bullies aren't around because you know I'll uh, I'll tell them where I'll tell them it's a new year. And uh, but the Blazers aren't looking like it's a new year. It looks like the old year. I mean they've got a new team, yes, um, but it's still very guard heavy. The two leaders are still not sharing the ball. Um, they're three and three. This loss today to the Warriors. Um, it wasn't great, 137 to 122. I mean, who leaks 137 points to the Warriors? I mean, Steph blew up, for 50, you know, 62 points. But they've got to do better defensively. They haven't looked in sync, which is surprising because they've got big uh, acquisitions, uh, role acquisitions, in my view, um, in Robert Covington and um, Derek Jones, who yep. are lengthy. They're lean, um, defensive specialists, and but they just look like they're just filling the numbers up on the court. Um, and it's a shame at this point. What I'm thinking is, um, there are I, I, I watched um, the the game um, with against the Warriors, and there were plenty of opportunities for Dame to give up the rock or CJ to give up the rock. And they're pulling up for three. I understand that they're the top dogs of the team and there's a place for that. Uh, but when you're neglecting teammates who are open, um, who can knock down the three, and, yep. you know, Ro Roko in particular um, has form being that that three-point specialist on the team. I mean... Shout out to Roko. Shout out to Roko. Did you watch a game today where he had a wide-open dunk and he traveled? <laughs> he picked Look, up the ball. Is... 
Is that different again? Maybe because he never gets the ball. So I mean, he just looks lost out there, and it's it's a it's a real shame because you know, they're they're six games into the season. Um, they, you've got to give them a grace period to iron out the kinks, but they're still not getting the ball, um, and that's that's not going to help them in the long run, in my view. They, yeah, they because wanted... when you had Roko, uh, you when you had Roko uh, in Houston, yes, you know you had, you had ball dominant, um, um, you know Harden, but when you got the ball, you got to shoot three. Like he still shared the ball, like he didn't just keep the ball to himself. Correct. And when he passed it, he wants you to shoot it. Correct. Uh, but but I guess in this offense, when I watched it today, yeah, you're definitely right. Um, it seems like these these acquisitions, the two guys that you're talking about, Roko and Airplay Mode. Um, they just stay to play defense. That's the, that's how Damon and CJ think think they they are, you know. And um, it's it's a bit it, it, it's 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 a bit it's a bit. Hopefully they can figure it out. But um, yeah, that's definitely I, I agree with you there. And, and their, their primary job should be to play defense on the best players on the team, and they do it, you know, and they do it well because they can guard one to five, both of them, um, yep. quite capably, especially uh, Covington. And uh, but they're just a bit lost on the offensive end. It, the, the Blazers look one-dimensional. It looks very ISO-driven, and hopefully it'll change because I really do think, like Charles Barkley, that they've got a shot at winning it. They just yeah. need to put it together, and I think there has to be an element of trust from Dame and CJ to give up the rock, like Harden did in mm. Houston. But that's my take on the Blazers. Um, they're still getting huge numbers off CJ and Dane, but we've seen in past years that that hasn't been enough. It's a no. new year, 2021. Let's see something different from the Blazers, you know? That's that's what yeah. I hope. Yeah. No, yeah. My take, just to add on to your part, is uh, the Blazers can score, definitely, um, but they can't stop anyone. So, 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 so even in today's game, you feel that in, in both games that they played against in Golden State, you feel that they had opportunities to always come back. Like even though you're down by 20, you, you can get on a run and come back. Like the, the, the game is never won uh, with the Blazers. I, I never feel safe um, if I was a Blazers fan. So, yeah. All right, enough of the Blazers. Let's move on to your beloved Knicks. <laughs> hey, three and three. I, I, had, I had the baton over to you. Hey, we, we've seen it in the past with teams, right? That the start, all right. The good thing about it is we only got 72 games, not 82. So three and three is a very good start. So, 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 this is all. Look, information. Let, let's let's just embrace this moment at the moment because they're coming seventh in the East. That's a playoff spot if the season ended today, but it doesn't. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> statistically though, they're still shit. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're ranking last in points per game. Uh, 13th in rebounds, which is better, uh, and but 20th in assists. So they they still got a lot of a lot of tweaking and working things out. But the East is so open, wide open that you just you've got to string some games together. Make sure you win at home. Um, I know home court advantage isn't such a big deal um, uh, under the current uh, state of play with the pandemic but you've got to make the most of the opportunities at home. Um, but look, what's encouraging though, um, as a Knicks fan, is that they beat two East contenders. 
they smash Milwaukee, which you guys touched on last podcast, 130 to 110. And just uh, this week, they beat uh, the contenders, Indiana, 106-102. And that was a that was a gritty win. I thought they they came up big in in that game, and I think that'll put them in good stead. You have to win the games. Um, that you're supposed to win. And I think that's where they're still falling apart is they're not winning the games that they're supposed to win. But if they win enough of those games and pull out upsets like they did against Milwaukee, Indiana, I think they'll be in good stead to make it into the playoffs. They're led by Julius Randle in points, rebounds, and assists. He's doing a a LeBron James, you know? 21.2 points, 10.2 rebounds, 7.2 assists. Not bad for a power forward slash center. I mean, that's that's yep. good. he's leading the yeah, way. Yeah. And Tibbs likes his vets, and I think Tibbs will will hold down the rotation quite tight um, and run his vets until they can run no more. But props <laughs> to the Knicks. Hey, what's um, the the rotation? I haven't watched many Knicks games, um, but but is he is he playing a set rotation? Oh, eight players, ten yeah, players, or? It, it's still pretty tight, in my view. Um, he's letting RJ get away with a lot. Statistically, RJ Barrett is not shooting the ball well. He's come up with some awful, awful shooting numbers um, in terms of attempts, uh, makes to attempts. I think there's still a lot of teething going on with RJ and how best to. He's work. got a green light. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a green light, light though. He's got a, okay. he's got a green light, and okay. I think that's where it comes into play is when. Um, you know, you give your stars the, the green light and he'll shoot through it. And hopefully this season he can learn from, um, you know, how to control the game a little bit more because you, you want to see some development this year, um, RJ. Um, hey, Mitchell Roberts played a good game today. So, uh, sorry, uh, uh, in his last game against the, the Pacers. So um, you want to see some development out of those two foundational players because who knows where Randall's going to go after his contract's up. And they've got bit pieces. I noticed they've got uh, activated Austin Rivers, and I think that'll help with the outside shooting. So good for them. Good for them. Even record, not a losing record so far. Yeah, that's that's a that's a win in my book. So so I noticed that you put in um, air quotes star. <laughs> is that is that saying that they're not real stars? They're like the best of the Knicks. Is that, uh, is that what yeah, you're saying? I'll be real about it. They're not stars, mate. Yeah, like. <laughs> They're not household names, especially here in you know in Australia. No one's heard of Julius Randle unless you're a baller, or even for a fact in the matter, RJ Barrett. Even though he was you know a top draft pick, these they're not. Unless you're Canadian, unless you're Canadian or like the NBA. (laughs) Well, yes. So in terms of stars, yes, they play in the best arena in the world, mecca of basketball. That is the Madison Square Garden. So. You know, they make it, they make it, if you could make it there, you could make it anywhere, baby. (laughs) Bit of a quote there, (laughs) Jay-Z. Jay-Z now, shut up, (laughs) Jay-Z. Enough about those Knicks. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited for you, Um, knowing that you're you're, you're a big fan of the Knicks. So, yeah, hopefully they can, they can keep on it. Yep, and they keep on it and and hopefully form the top 10 um, and and make the playoffs for sure. It's been, it's been, it's been too long, been too long. So let's move on to the next team. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, against the Denver Nuggets, right? So yeah. they won today, uh, record two and four. Um, I guess coming out from last season, I thought they would they would start a bit um, a bit stronger. A bit disappointed. Uh, a couple of close wins. Um, the 
the, the, the win against um, the, the Kings beat them uh, with the tip in from, from Buddy. Really close game. Um, yeah, I, I just don't feel that um, they improved from last season. So a bit of a good send there. I know you're a big uh, uh, Joker fan. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, I think the subtraction of um, I guess Jeremy Grant, which we'll get onto, yeah. uh, is, is a big drop. Um, you know, they, they started to go with um, um, was it Michael Williams, um, the second year, third year guy. So they decided to go with him, being being, being a big three uh, with um, Murray and Joker. So uh, I guess it's early in the season, but at the moment it, it's not reaping the rewards in terms of defense. Uh, and rebounding which couple of areas where they, they're lacking. So over to you, D-Swizzle. Um, your thoughts of Joker, the Denver's um, starting um, this season? Uh, look, better for Joker. Uh, he's traditionally a slow starter, but he's killing it at the start of this season. Um, I'll put up the numbers for you. He's averaging a triple-double. He's getting 23 points a game, 11.2 rebounds per game. 13 assists per game and 1.4 steals per game. His turnovers are pretty high, but he's this is a center who's uh, taking 13 shots a game and shooting at 60%, whilst you know giving 13 assists a game. Like mm -hmm. it's he's traditionally a slow starter. He usually picks up after the mid-year break, uh, but he's been on fire. Um, to begin the season shame about the losses because the short you know shortened season like you said the the close losses really do start to pinch um come to point in the end um especially when it comes down to uh head-to-heads and proceedings and the like but um you know the joker's doing his part murray's started off very slow um i would have thought that he would have um capitalized from his play in the bubble but you know he's he's coming along he had a big game today Mm. Um, and look, Murray will get it together, but that that Jeremy Grant loss, um, and good for Jeremy Grant for signing the big contract with Detroit. Um, it, they they got to feel it uh, because it was really um, Murray, Jokic, um, Jeremy Grant, and also Michael Porter Jr. who really um, were carrying this team in the bubble, and with. MPJ out for medical protocols um, and the last couple of games they haven't looked quite right either they're missing quite a key piece there but I do like his development you, you do see that he is growing as a player and he is a threat coming into games and people have to plan um, against uh, against MPJ but Jeremy Grant it's a it's a shame that they lost him um, hey he's playing well for Detroit good for him yeah. Yeah, he's playing well. Um, yeah, it was a good move for him to, to, to yeah. take, the, take, take the money and then yeah. take the opportunity to become, I guess, um, what I see, one of the main guys in Detroit. Like, he has a green if light. Not, if not the guy, right? I mean, uh, sluggish preseason, first couple of games were bad, but he's really turned it on um, mm. in his last few games. I mean, he's averaging 23 points, 5.6 rebounds and 1.4 assists and shooting 2.63s per game. That's that's really great numbers um, mm. from uh, the person that you're paying large sums of money to. So uh, I'm really liking the spike in development there, how it will transpire to the rest of the team and the season, because the team don't look that great. Um, apart from his play, uh, Blake has been a bit up and down. Yeah, he did get hurt 
recently. Uh, but you have to wonder about um, Detroit. I mean, Killian Hayes, their point guard rookie, um, he's he he's been awful. <laughs> he's been awful. Uh, but you know, it's still early days, and he's still developing as a player. Uh, you know, it, things in Detroit could be worse. But um, I, I'm I'm liking Jeremy Grant's play, and he's carried that carry that confidence from the bubble over to the Motor City. Yeah, but I, I, as we discussed in Detroit, um, I was a bit confused, I guess, about um, their future and, and what they're trying to do. Because you got Derrick Rose, uh, I guess, older statesman, yep. coming off the bench. Like, you really trade him, get a draft pick. You know, go if you're going young, usually a team will go young and and, and they'll get rid of all, all the vets and the stars, right? And then you still got um, you still got Griffin, you know, Blake Griffin on the team. So, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to be a playoff team or are you trying to be? Like in the lottery, so I'm, I'm a bit confused when I watch him, you know, because there's there, there's definitely like Blake, I guess he, he's out for protocol because the concussion, but he's he, he's their star, so he's, he wants to get stats. Um, and then you got the the, the youth movement. What are your thoughts on that? Like, I, I, um, do you do you see a, a lot of the future of uh, Detroit being uh, youth or or basically utilizing the stars and getting another star or something? Well. I think they made a big call when they traded out Drummond and his 29-odd million that he's making this season. So I think that was a big play on the youth movement uh, and not paying a aging star um, big big money. Uh, I mean, they, they brought in Miles Plumley, who's effectively... He's not Drummond, but he's still effectively getting you um, Drummond... Uh, giving you a Drummond-esque game, you know? Um, mm. 10 something points, you know, 12 something rebounds. Uh, obviously, Drummond's a better scorer offensively, better defender with his steals and blocks, but you're not paying Miles Plumley 29 million to do a, to play the old style game. Yeah. You know? um, I, I did like the acquisition of DeLon Wright into the team. Um, DeLon being reunited with Dwayne Casey there. I think that's going to do wonders for his um, development, but he's, he's also with Hayes had a rocky start to the start of the season. Uh, I think there's a lot of improvement there for DeLon Wright, and I think DeLon Wright can be that um, consistent guard uh, in the rotation as well. But as for Blake, I mean, you just got to be hopeful that his body holds up for a majority of the games, right? I mean, that's what you're hoping for there. Um, they won't renew his contract. I think like knows um, the the big paydays uh, are well past him now. So yeah, the future it really is with Killian Hayes, and hopefully um, that that draft pick proves to be a winner for uh, Detroit. Sure. All right, so we went deep into a couple of teams. Um, just to keep it light, uh, can you give us an update on your fantasy teams and your sleepers picks? Um, just a, just a like, two-minute spiel before we get two into the, the back end. Uh, at the moment, uh, I am fourth, but I, I'm in. this is in my family league. I'll just talk about my family league um, because that's where it's the most cutthroat uh, <laughs> and where the most uh, a trash talk occurs. So I'm fourth. Uh, I'm I'm anticipating I'll get it into the positions after the uh, today's play and the updating of the stats and rankings. Uh, doing well in fantasy. Uh, look, uh, you guys touched on him last season. He's not in my 
on in my family's uh, fan, uh, in my team for my family's league. But Christian Wood, you guys um, spoke about him yeah. last week. You did T. Uh, he's a I'm great very, player. I'm very on him. Yeah, I I, I like him, man. He's, yeah, that's that's one of the questions too. Why did Detroit let him go? I don't, nah. I don't, I don't understand. Like, do we do do something wrong? Uh, oh well, just that maybe they just don't have the vision to, you know, play him because he's obviously got talent and he's showing he's showing out in in AD history. man, AD AD clone, yeah, AD clone, yeah. Uh, what's so surprising though is he could hit the three ball. He's got a really nice jump shot, really yeah. nice. Uh, so very very big on Christian Wood and his breakout season because. Uh, the way he keeps playing, um, he he'll be a top um, top big man in the West, and that's saying a lot because it is the wild wild West, and there's there's some key players and stars in the West. Um, so big shout out to Christian Wood. Other um, you know other surprises in in the fantasy world. Look, um, there's been a few subpar slow performances. I've got. Again, just quickly touching base again on Robert Covington. He's been very slow this season. Hasn't picked up his stats. Um, and also another one of my high draft picks and who I picked up in the third round, John Collins for the Atlanta Hawks. Hey, Atlanta's winning. Mm, the but, monster dunk. Monster dunk against... Um, yeah. yeah. But his, uh, his numbers aren't uh, what they were last season. But I'm hopeful for... Um, uh, a resurgence of how much you know Clint Capella's um, introduction into that team has affected his numbers fantasy wise we'll just have to wait and see but he's got more than enough talent to compensate um, Capella who's a rim running big who clogs up the middle so you know Collins got a more all round game and I'm hopeful that he can again bust out for a 30 point game like he did two games ago so that's been just a quick take. Oh, how can I forget? Uh, also on my team, just one last shout out on this fantasy topic. Terry Rogier has been so frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I rode him when he shot one for 11 and benched him in the last game when he exploded for seven three-pointers and, you know, 35 points. Terry, do a brother a favor, mate. Be consistent. Uh... Ride and die with your with your players. I know, I know. <laughs> I think sometimes we just think we're smarter than what we normally are. But um, scary Terry, it's pretty scary when he can go one for eleven in one game and the very next game go twelve for eighteen. But I suppose that's scary. Yeah, definitely. Hit two mark, two minutes on the mark. Okay, cool. Let's get back into the, the session and our schedule. So next team we want to talk about the Wizards. So the Wizards uh, made a big splash. Uh, they they traded John Wall for Westbrook. Um, I think it was um, a downgrade because I think Wall position is a better point guard than Westbrook. Um, he plays within the team more, um, and and him and Build um, have chemistry from the last seven years. So so Westbrook coming in, Westbrook wants to do things his way, and it hasn't hasn't worked out as, as yet. Um, Westbrook set out the last couple of games, so his durability comes comes into play again. So my thoughts is I, I don't really rate the, the Wizards um, this whistle. 
give us some some numbers as you are and break us down for us, please, sir. Uh, again, I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we're all about. We have fans that love teams and hate teams. It all works. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, Wizards, rough start, 0-5. Um, though, the last two games, they've really picked it up. Um, I think with the Wiz, Westbrook is always going to be rested on one of a back-to-back set. So Beal will be eating all season, uh, regardless of whether or not Westbrook is on the floor. Uh, But I like how the Nets have come into their own. Oh, sorry, not the Nets. The Wiz have come into their own. Beating the Nets today in the clutch, um, winning today 123 to 122. Uh, big games from Beal, Westbrook, um, 27 and 24 points respectively. But also, uh, I'm really high on this guy, Thomas Bryant, uh, mm. has been having a really <coughs> decent season, shooting the ball really, really well. Um, today, 21 points, 14 rebounds, two assists, and um, the clutch game winner. So. Good, good for, good for Bryant. Uh, there is still some improvement, and this is why I like them. There's still improvement to be seen there, because Bertans has not been playing well, and as soon as he gets his shot going, and as soon as the Wiz figure out their rotations and get their players uh, more consistent looks and playing time, I think the better. Um, you know, they paid Bertans a mozza to stay. Um, he's their three-point shooting center in the clone of um, Brooke Lopez. Um, so he brings a unique skill set, but it, it, it is still a logjam there with um, with Rui still taking up power forward uh, minutes there uh, at uh, the nation's capital in DC. But... Look, yeah, I, I still Rui, like the Wiz. Rui played really well against Brooklyn. Like he he, he was going head to head with uh, Durant, and, and yeah. he didn't miss a beat. I I, I, I thought he would win the uh, yeah, the Rookie of the Year last year. So yeah. his development, um, being a Japanese um, Japanese player, is awesome. So the shout out to Rui for that. Um, yeah, I, I watched that game and I, I was excited for him to just go just go at Durant. Like you you're you're going against a Hall of Famer and 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 you're not missing a beat. So. This is, this is development for sure. Yeah. So, look, yeah, it is the East, and I think there's enough firepower there. Uh, they just need to hold it down defensively because they do leak points, uh, but they certainly have the offensive firepower to outscore opponents. And, and hey, they, they did a, they, they knocked off a, a, an East favorite today in the Nets. So, uh there, there's there is still a lot to like in my view of, of the Wiz season and it's still early that's the they're a tenth of the way through the season and i think the Wiz are going to get better sure all right so we're moving on to our last topic so so listen up thank you for listening this far so we'll get into the 76ers so our, our homegrown um superstar uh, probably our best player our best export um uh, Simmons, um, yeah, he plays for the 76ers. I like him, but I'll let you go first. This is all. Uh, let's break it down. They're a better team this year. They just look like a basketball team instead of people getting in the way of each other. Um, 
Embiid knows what he's got to do. He's their scorer. He's the man dominating the middle. Um, Simmons knows what he's doing. It's it's working. Like they're five and one. Great, great uh, acquisition with Seth Curry. I think that has really spaced the floor for them. And Seth's been playing very, very well in the last few games for them. Uh, Tobias is Mr. Consistent as well. So, look, Philly have... Is it surprising? I'm not that surprised, actually. I think Philly have always had a decent team. And it's all on them now. I mean, they can't really fire the coach anymore. So, uh, they're going to perform. Yep. So, the Doc, um, I guess... Doc is one reason, and the second reason is they went out to get, get shooters, right? Yeah. Um, and and because you think about you, you roll back a couple of years when they had Jimmy and had JJ. Like, yeah. You know that, that that was pretty much this team they're having now, but um, you actually got more specialist three point shooters. So so Simmons was quoted saying that doesn't care about scoring, doesn't care about shooting threes. Like it's not it's not his mind anymore. Yeah. And, and Doc and Doc hasn't given him the pressure because you think about last year where. Um, uh, he, his old coach was saying that he wanted to shoot three-pointer every game. But then it, it played on his mind. Like, you, you can see when he's playing out there, he's wide open. And he says, oh, should I shoot it? Like, watching a couple of the early games this season, I can just see you know, he's just going to his power. And his power is going left, going hard left, and then kicking out to the shooters because his team's got it. And then when the fourth quarter comes, it, it, it's Embiid. Like, Embiid's getting the ball and he's happy, right? So. Starts with him, post up, uh, he's got the one-on-one, double team, kick it out, shooter. Kick it out, Simmons drives through, layup. So they, they worked out basketball, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple game if, if you let it be simple, right? They're just playing, and they're playing to their strengths. Um, and Reed hasn't been on social media saying anything. Uh, Simmons is just playing. Um, uh, Doc, Doc is in, in his basically not trending. <laughs> he's not trending any social media, he's not causing any issues. He was training for um, Pandemic P, but that's another story. We mentioned that in the last one. Um, yeah, so 76, I would like him. Um, like, you know, the last year and the year before, you always like, oh, if Simmons gets a jump shot, they can win. Uh, if Embiid does this, they can win. When you, when you look at them now, uh, they look like a complete basketball team. Everyone's yeah. playing well. Everyone's playing their part. And um, yeah, like no one's overdoing anything. Like no one's doing more than they have to. So, but as every NBA team, you can change. Um, something might happen, um, you know, the drama might happen, you know, if you said something about me, we lost this game, I should have shot this. As we know, it can, it can change in, in, in the blink of an eye, but I think we've docked there, making people accountable um, uh, and, and definitely being a voice that everyone's listening to because he's a championship coach. So, yeah, and then having, um, well, one thing I want to, to talk about is, is there any, um, is there any drama in terms of um, the Harden, uh, the the Harden trade talks? This this do you do you think that's playing on the 76ers' mind? I don't think it is. I think this is my view. I think they're set. I, I really do think that they've got the winning team. Um, here's my bold prediction. I missed last episode. Um, 76ers will be my East champions this year. I just, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I just like how early on in the season, they've got it together. Um, flying under the radar, like they're on top of the East. Um, they're scoring 109.8 points a game, only letting in 101.8. So 
So that's a differential of eight points, which is only second best to the Bucks. And the Bucks have had a few blowout wins. So um, overall, um, they're getting it done on both the offensive end and the defensive end and um, and doing it without fuss or drama. So I, I, I do like the 76ers for the East, whether or not they could take the consensus pick last podcast was that the Lakers would win the, the championship, whether or not they can take the Clippers in the NBA <laughs> finals. The other, other LA team. <laughs> uh, uh, shout yeah. out to Reg for, uh, and her sisters doing well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I guess you missed last week. So, did you have any, um, I guess, players that, yeah, you know, you mentioned Jeremy Grant. Did you have anyone else that was just surprised so far this year? Um, and I guess your, your early pick for MVP. Early pick for MVP? Um, I, c- I can't go past. This is going to be so out, out, you know, left field. I might get a few heckles, but <laughs> the numbers prove me right and I'm always right so Jalen <laughs> Brown my goodness the boy can ball like he is a flat out baller um insane start to the season he's in fuego like honestly who shoots at 56.9 percent from the field like that's something ridiculous and it's not like one game or two game three game set sample you know they've played seven games and he's shooting 57% from the field. Admittedly, he could do better on the free throw line. Yes, because he's only getting two thirds of his free throws in. But 27.5 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, 3.2 assists, two steals and almost one block. That's a full stat line right there. And he's only committing 2.2 turnovers a game, which is for someone who's got the ball in their hands so much. Doing really, really well. Um, Boston, I know they're only four and three, but give or take if they're in a winning position at the end of the year i think and jalen brown's production keeps up he'll be in discussion as your mvp but is he is he the best player on the team currently after a seven game spread yes okay okay so so, yeah okay cool and 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 your um i guess uh intriguing player of um so far in the early season uh, it's Jalen, uh, followed yeah. closely by, uh, and I don't know who's only played two games, John Wall. He looks really good. Looks really, really quick. He looks like he's controlling the the game, controlling the court. Um, the two games he's played, both wins against Sacramento for the Rockets. Uh, he shot 46% from the field, two three-pointers a game. 25 points, five rebounds, 7.5 assists, two steals, one and a half blocks. He does turn it over quite a bit, but that's, hey, it's, it's John Wall, right? So, yeah. you know, five turnovers, turnovers a game. If you could dial that back to three, I mean, then you've got an elite, elite point guard. But it doesn't look like he's missed a beat. Yeah, After definitely. so many injuries, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. Like the, the preseason games that he plays with um, the professional runs actually mm-hmm. shown that they might be real. Like we, we see in the preseason or the uh, pre-preseason that all these players bring out Instagram videos and sometimes it doesn't translate to the court. 
But yeah. in John Wall case, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I, I am a bit uh, wary, I guess, of John Wall. His players come back from injury. Um, yes, yes. They're, they're, they're playing so hard, back to back, putting a lot of wear and tear on their body. Um, even with uh, Kevin Durant, so it, it, um, it's a uh, fingers crossed and hope that you know they don't end his players don't get injured for sure. He's intriguing um, um, because he has to share the floor with Harden, and both mm. of them need the ball in their hands. I know this is another you know Harden and Westbrook storyline, but Wall is more of a pure point guard than Russell Westbrook is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it sounds like he's willing to. Um, I'm not. It sounds like when I watch the games, it sounds like he's willing to be to, to be the second, to be second to Harden as as long as he's there. So he's definitely um, playing the part of a proper uh, traditional point guard, uh, giving yeah, to Harden yeah. when he needs the ball and um, creating when he needs to. He's fitting in. He's fitting in. That's for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it with all the topics. Um, I just wanted to bring up um, some some drama on the internet. Mm-hmm. interwebs that came out a couple of weeks ago or months ago now. Uh, Larson Pippen. Larson Pippen. Scotty Pippen's wife. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, she was spotted with uh, Malik Beasy. Uh, you know, Larson Pippen's still still married to, officially married to Scotty Pippen for 19 years. Uh, they're going through a divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was spotted with Malik Beasley, uh, which is, he's also married and has a kid. <laughs> uh, they were spotted shopping, um, because on, on IG, um, Milik Beasley wanted to take the Queen out. And they were spotted, they, they thought that probably they wouldn't be recognized. Um, it actually, um, she's, I guess, in the old, older, uh, older 40s. Um, yeah, I guess I want to know your thoughts on, on this because it affects uh, Scottie Pippen's son. Like he, he, he's playing in college at the moment. Uh, and, and, and he tweeted out, you know, I'm, I'm myself. I can't control anyone. Um, it, it sounded like he had a chat with his dad, and this, this, these are the things he's pushing towards. Um, shout out to his son; he's playing really well in college. Uh, your thoughts on this whistle? Just the just the drama of it. Uh, Larson Pippa, Pippen is she just looking for attention? Uh, Malik Beasley. Um, I'm not sure what he's trying to do. Like he's, if you looked at the photos, he, he's his wife or ex-wife is pretty much hotter in my eyes. Then last uh, isn't Beasley uh, going to get suspended shortly for <laughs> uh, a DV issue? Uh, I, I really don't want to like talk too much about you know it's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Uh, I, I just don't think it's uh, it's newsworthy. That's my view. I you know That's cool. keep That's it cool. yeah. you know, to to promote it on IG is another. Really, yeah. spaz. You know, it's not the smartest. It's it's not. He must have had a uh, a brain snap there, but um, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So yeah, my my own issue is it seems like Larson Pippen just wants to be in the media. Um, you know, be a mum. We, we can't judge anyone, but um, you know, of course, we're shit as well. Uh, we, we do our views. Um, I just think that they focus on the sun and and, and their career and they stay out of the media. So, just rounding up this podcast, this whistle, did you have anything last thoughts? Um, shout out, anything you want to say before we cut this? Oh, you know, one hand in the air for the big city. That's that's it, David. 
<laughs> it's good to be back. Jay-Z. It's good to be talking ball. Uh, yeah. The NBA yeah, yeah. is really uh, in a in a good spot. I'm I'm very um, impressed with the, the the COVID protocols going on and just making sure people who shouldn't be on the court um, are not on the court. Um, so it, it is. It is. They're, they're still playing through a pandemic, especially in the United States of America, where um, numbers are still um, quite very, very. Let's let's be fair. They're they're high, very, very high, and people are still being affected and dying from um, COVID um, virus. So um, shout out to the league for the the measures being put in place, and you know. Players have got to take it seriously. Harden had to do a better job at the start of the season. Um, I think there's no excuses. It's a real deal, and uh, you know, they they just need to take a you know lesson from one of their own. Cat um, who lost um, multiple family members, so it, it is quite serious. But um, on on the brighter note, it's been interesting, and I'm loving the play of some of the 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 teams and um, i can't wait to to watch some more basketball to keep on top of it all yeah sure yeah definitely the league um we, we, with us being i guess during our third pretty much our third semi-lockdown where we have to wear masks in sydney uh, at the moment uh having the nba as an outlet is definitely um appreciation for the nba so without it um yeah we, we wouldn't have that distraction and what we have in in, in this real world so so shout out to the NBA. Um, yeah, that's it for this 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 um, this episode. This was all. Say goodbye to the fans. See you guys. Uh, follow us on all the socials: Facebook, Insta, and on our YouTube platform as well. Um, it's it's been great to catch up, uh, and uh, you know, have a happy and safe 2021. I know it's going to be brighter for all of us. Yeah, thanks to Susan for making the time for us. I know you're a busy man. Um, yeah, anytime you're on the channel, it, it, I guess it makes everyone happy. That's my sir. <laughs> so this is T. Um, shout out to everyone out there if you stayed on this long. And stay tuned for, for our next podcast next week. Laters. Laters. <laughs>